Today's episode of Bachelor Party is brought to you by State Farm. State Farm agents know that in life, anything can happen. You might buy your dream car on impulse or come home to a broken-in apartment. Maybe say yes to a proposal from your significant other and start a family. Or you might find yourself in a fender bender when you least expect it. Whatever happens, when it comes to home and auto insurance, State Farm agents are there to help. And with over 19,000 agents in neighborhoods across the U.S., there could be one just around the corner. So contact an agent today, because no matter what neighborhood you're from or whatever stage of life you're in, check out statefarm.com today to find an agent in your neighborhood. State Farm, talk to an agent today. Registering for your wedding, it can be overwhelming, or so I've heard. But it doesn't have to be when you register at Crate and Barrel. Crate & Barrel's expertly curated assortment means you don't have to search or sort through tons of items because they've selected the best of the best to make choosing the perfect items for your home easy. Their modern-styled collection features modern design with a classic twist, so you don't have to worry about items going out of style next year. Crate & Barrel items are made to be statement pieces in your home today and for years to come. Crate & Barrel also makes it fun with a private party just for engaged couples. Each month, they close the store for an event to host you and your fiancé, giving you undivided attention and bringing in the best vendors to answer all of your specific product questions. I think this probably would be good for Peter and his fiancé, but really, who's to say? I mean, it seems like Peter likes a lot of different types of things, so perhaps this would be great so he could see all of them. If you would like to do this, you can create your own Crate & Barrel registry online at crateandbarrel.com or at a store near you. And now, let's batch. Welcome to Bachelor Party. It's a true B-side because we got a second episode tonight, another two hours, bringing us to five hours this week. So much McKenna. Oh my goodness. We're going to talk about it. And to do so, I have my colleague, the co-host of Tea Time and one of the minds behind at Batch Party Pod on Twitter, Miss Amelia Wedemeyer. Hi, Amelia. Hi, Juliet. I just want to warn you. <laughs> I have so hard turned on Peter. I mentioned this on Monday. Yes. I cannot stand Peter. I think in the real world, he'd be perfectly nice and like fun, oh. fine. Was he? Ni- he was nice when you met him, right? Super nice. Yeah. Seems like a really, like a, a genuinely nice person. Mm-hmm. My dude, Tyler, vouches for him. <laughs> yeah. It just seems like everyone likes him. He is iconically bad at being the bachelor. Yes. Iconically <laughs> bad. What would you say is his biggest flub so far? I guess like letting Alea back on. Yeah, that's pretty unforgivable. It was pretty crazy. I think I think tonight's episode, though, brought out a lot of the worst in Peter. Yeah. A lot. We're going to go through a lot of the more interesting plot lines, as we always do. But I just wanted to mention a couple up top. Regardless of the breakup, he says to the woman every time, can I walk you out? And it's like, Peter, sometimes just don't offer. Just let them go. Exactly. I was listening to you and Andrew talk about that. And it's just like— I don't know if you think you're being like a good guy or something, or like well, I don't know why you need to. I know. Think that just you have like to let them that. go. You've messed up. It's fine. Yeah. Like it's over. It's fine. The other thing he says to every single woman, "You're gonna make someone so happy someday." Oh. Yeah. As a woman, I can say I hope to never ever be told that. <laughs> it's like really such a it's a it's a low blow. It's a gut punch. When you're, it's not even just a woman thing. It's just like dating. It's like, yeah. as a human, you don't want to be told by someone who's rejecting you. Right. You will make someone so happy one day. 
Like, wouldn't you want to punch Peter in the face for that? Yes. Like, so, not just him, it's anyone. He just happens to say it a lot. He says it a lot. Yeah, no, it's annoying. He said it many, many times this week. And then, this is not his fault at all. I can't get past the bandage on his forehead. Oh, my God. It's really there. It's really big. It's really big. Even when he ha- said he got the stitches taken out, it's just, like, very present. And, like, no, I mean, it's no problem. He's still got a very lovely face, but— mm-hmm. It just sort of, like, takes you out of the moment in a funny way. You're like, oh, remember yeah. when Peter smashed his head on a glass, of, like, basically as his own fault? Uh, yeah, totally. Oh, I mean, it's just a lot. A lot of stuff has happened to him, and I just want to rip that Band-Aid off. <laughs> How would you compare him to our most recent Bachelors of Colton and Ari and Nick? Three, a very oh, wide wow. swath yeah. of Bachelors. Who of that four did you enjoy watching the most? I mean— I, there's something fun about Colton's season that because like the fence jump was fun. And, I feel the same way. I'm like yeah. I like in retrospect sentimental. Yeah, about yeah. Colton, and I yeah. don't really know why. Sure, I like I sort of don't understand what I'm missing from Colton, but there was something about him where it's like he just handled the drama better. Way better. It's weird, though, because he did run off the show. He did. But <laughs> he did do that, yeah. He handled it better until he didn't. Peter's right. halfway through, and he's just an absolutely abysmal bat at being The Bachelor. He's a mess. It's pretty... But, like, I don't even, like, enjoy it that much. No, and the thing is, he... It's, he says stuff like, I don't like drama and I know drama, but he loves, he thrives off the drama going on between everyone. He wants people to cry for him. Right. He, that's, that's exactly right. You need to like be like, des- you need to be like desperate and like heartbroken for yes. him to care. Seriously. <laughs> on that note, let's get into Victoria P. She was the first self exit of the season, I believe. Yeah. But would you say that was a self exit? Because, I don't think she— He did He did say that I don't see you as my wife. I, I will say Peter and Victoria's exchange had the highest um, num- highest ratio of, like, quotable lines that I can remember. Here were some <laughs> of their great quotes. Peter said to her that he just didn't see her as his wife, and he just said, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. Wow. And then she got pissed, and she's like, this is the last conversation we're going to have. Mm. He said, you're going to make someone so happy. And she said, I know. <laughs> She looked off camera and asked for a car to come yes. pick her up. Yes. It was amazing. And then she was just like, basically told Peter he doesn't know what love is. That was iconic. Good for, I don't even like her, but good for her for saying those things. She looks so different in every shot. She, re, those glasses really. I love the glasses. No, they look great on her, but it's just, she looks so different with them on and yes. without them on. It, I think she should wear them more. I have a couple styling tips for her. First of all, did you notice her dress at the end of her time? So, like, micro mini. It reminded me of the scene in Clueless. Have you seen Clueless? Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm much older than you. When Cher is about to go on the date with Christian for the first time, and mm-hmm. her dad's like, what is that? And she's like, it's a dress. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Like, and he's like, says who? And Calvin Klein. <laughs> um, it reminded me of a Cher Horowitz jokingly short dress. It, and, mm-hmm. and then they were sitting on that tiny bench. Did you notice that? I did not notice that. It was like a tiny wooden velvet bench. Oh, okay, yes. And she yes, was yes. like, I haven't touched you in so long. And she crawls on top of his lap. Yes, And he's yes. so uncomfortable. He wears his emotions on his face more than any bachelor in a while. The, the most since Nick, I would say. That's, yeah, that's funny. And I just, I I found her so annoying in that scene, but so did Peter. He did not care for her. He really didn't, which is kind of insane because he seemed to buy whatever she was 
selling with those lies because she She's lied. Yeah. She li- she straight up lied about Victoria's that. a straight up liar. Yeah. Her truth is her truth. Though. Her truth, her is, truth the is the truth. truth. Excuse me. <laughs> um, exactly. I, she and I will say, she, I give her credit. He offered to walk her out and she said, I don't need you to walk me out. Yeah, that was great. Shout out to you, Victoria P. That's what everyone should say. Exactly. But then he did walk her out and he was like, Victoria, Victoria. I don't understand what well, how he makes his decisions because it oh seems like God. he's so into everyone when they're together one-on-one. And then, you know, spoiler, you are listening to this podcast. <laughs> I was shocked that he sent Sydney home. Shocked. Same. I was like, I thought he was really into Sydney. Me too. And, I, and I, we didn't see the point at which he decided Victoria P was not his wife. And it seemed like he was actually into her. He was because he like sided with her. Yes, he did. He chose her side multiple times. He gave her like a massage in front of all the other women <laughs> on the football date. Right. I think he's just like really thinking with his dick a lot. And then, and then 100%. When, and then when he loses interest, he just cuts them basically. That's the only thing I can come up with. Like, what's the other uh, rationale for how he makes his decisions? No, I think that's definitely, I mean, that's why Victoria F is still on. Oh my God. I don't want to get to her yet. I'm, I'm not, sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. not ready. Yeah. <laughs> just, we'll, we'll get there in a second. But I'm kind of mad at Miss Victoria P because she said the most ridiculous stuff. She obviously yeah. shouldn't win. But oh, I, I didn't finish my thoughts on her styling. Let me go back to yes, that. Yes, yes. I think she needs shorter hair. I think she would look really good with a lob with McKenna-style hair and the glasses. Oh, that would be cute. I, I think that would be a better look for her. The hair is, like, weighing her down. But it, it's just if she went a little bit more, like, modern and a little bit more, yeah. like, edgy. Like, in a very very slight edge. Like, right. like child scissors edgy. <laughs> but, like, just a little <laughs> bit more. I think that would be a much better look for her. It would make her look, like, sexier, too. Yeah, She's very much, like, pageant. Yeah. Well, completely. I— but and she is one of the pageant girls. I mean, right. her and Alea together. But the lo- the really long hair is played out this season. Agreed. Agreed. So many it's just heavy looking. Yeah, it is heavy looking, and they're like all these really humid places. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I actually noticed on this date that Madison, I don't think, knows how to properly dry her hair. Yeah. Okay. Or, or she got like a a straightening, like a keratin treatment, and it's growing out right now. <laughs> That's really funny you mentioned that because I was rewatching the episode and I was like. Huh, her hair looks kind of like she just got out of the shower and yes. was like, I'm going to towel this off. So I'm personally dealing with a, with a two-textured hair situation at the moment. My hair is growing back, and it's like two different textures. It's very difficult to deal with. But Madison, you're going on TV. Maybe like— Exactly. Consider, consider— You're going on TV. Come on. Get your keratin treatment again. Exactly. I, I'm, being, I'm being mean. I'm sorry. No, but, no, but it's the truth. It's like, you know, it just was, this is The Bachelor. It was just very noticeable. So, I, I don't know. And that was whatever. But Victoria P., I, I just, the dress, I'll never get over. And the way that she yeah. crawled onto his lap was just, it was so uncomfortable. She's just, it, she. I don't know. She's, like Andrew said, she's a bit of a snake. She's a snake. Do you want to see her in paradise? Honestly, not really. I but agree. I don't really want to. Because she, she's lying, not compelling. Lying is really, like, not fun. Because you're just, like, you're lying. The only yeah. only fun liar is Jax Taylor from Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> But, like, no one else, you're like, yeah, I want to see more of this liar. Right. I totally agree. And somehow, she still, like, got the upper hand over Alaya after all of that. It, well, and no one seemed to confront her over the whole lying part. I know. she. No one did confront her. For some reason, she got out of all of the fighting. It's wild. Let's move on to more fighting, McKenna versus Tammy, which went wow. about, like, five rounds this episode. Oh, my God. Yeah. If you had to pick one to hang out with or, like, be trapped in an elevator with, who do you pick? Wow, I, I'm I've sorry. Stumped you. Uh, I've stumped you. It's such a bad choice. I guess Tammy. I totally choose Tammy. Yeah. She seems like more fun. Also, definitely much meaner. 
Yes. Yes. Why does she have a problem with people having mental breakdowns? She kept being like, you're having so many mental breakdowns. I don't know. But man, she went in. She is mean. I don't really understand, like, why that's a problem for her. Like, I don't, she really is mean. And McKenna was kind of right. Like, you're going to watch this and, like, hopefully realize who you are. (laughs) Well, and she's just bringing up these things that aren't exactly relevant and just because when she accused Kelsey of being a pill popper and an alcoholic. I'm glad you brought that up. I didn't give that enough credit last week. It's just now probably going to live on in infamy. Yeah. The moment when Kelsey said, I just do Adderall and birth control. <laughs> yeah. Just an absolutely incredible, incredible line. Uh, iconic moment. Yeah. That's the thing about this season so far is I think there's a lot of iconic moments, but all strung together. It's too petty. So I, that's what I felt watching this episode. I was just like, oh, my God, this is the f- millionth fight I've seen. I know. And it's always between Tammy and someone. Right. And somehow she's like the sun and all of the drama revolves around yes. her. And it's like an ever shifting target for her. It's like one day she's shining on New York, a.k.a. McKenna. One day she's shining, shining on like London, <laughs> a.k.a. Sydney, whoever she's fighting with. Right. And I really like just don't care for it. But let's talk about their two-on-one at the end end of the episode. The most half-assed two-on-one of all time. Yeah, that's not a two-on-one. It's just like a, basically like a a sub-cocktail party. Yeah. No, that was, it's being billed as a two-on-one, but it's not. I know. I I feel like we've got, they kind of like cheaped out on it. Are we not going to get a real two-on-one? I want a real two-on-one. We haven't gotten one in a while, actually. I believe Colton season didn't have one. I think you're right. It did yeah. not. I recall wow. discussing that with Rob. I feel like they're phasing it out, except for like in special oh. cases because it's too mean or something like that. Oh, whatever. But it was a real letdown. I was like, this isn't a two-on-one. It's just part of the cocktail party. <laughs> exactly. It was so frustrating. Do you think that when Tammy and Peter were talking, they had that one shot where you could see McKenna in like the adjacent room? Could yeah. she hear them? Honestly, yes. Because if that's the same, was that the same place they... We're at after it was a, the group date. I think it was different, but it did okay. seem it did seem like it probably didn't have like great soundproof walls. Right, yeah. As far as I could tell. Because at the group date, he could hear everyone screaming. And then now this, I feel like, yeah, there, there it was very like open and like high ceilings. I feel like yes. sound reverberates really well off of that. BT dub didn't know that I wanted to go to Santiago, Chile, <laughs> but now I really want to go. It looked awesome. It seems really cool. Yeah, it did seem great. Peter, I've I've heard from many Spanish speakers that Peter's Spanish is poor. That's what Roger said. Yes, and a friend, my friend Lindsay, who lives in Mexico City, was disappointed in his Spanish that's speaking as well. Funny. Whatever. I mean, you know, that's fine. Not, yeah. I I can understand French. I wouldn't say I could speak it. So, you know, whatever to each their own. But that was disappointing, I'll just say. It was, yeah. I don't know. So here were some of the reasons that Tammy was mad at McKenna. Mm -hmm. She said that she was, that Tammy had been collecting information and McKenna was trying to create hashtags and build her brand. Yes. Wow. Collecting information. I like it. Tammy's not stupid. That's part of it. Oh, no. Yeah. She's smart. She is smart. And she was like, well, I built my own business, which is true. She's a real estate broker in Syracuse, New York. Shout out to her. I got to get Tammy on the pod, even though she's mean. Yeah. Because I feel like, uh, I feel like one-on-one, she's cool and fun. I just think she was put into a situation with just, it was competitive. There were a bunch of girls and she just couldn't handle herself. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I agree with you. She, um, she lost it. I don't think she... Like in the wild, she would be that mean. Just that she has a lot of opinions and she was unleashing all of them. Yeah. Well, and also, if you think about the women she unleashed them on, 
McKenna, she seems fucking annoying. Fucking annoying. So big, like, big week for wow. her. She had the tongue wagging and oh the week my. where tongue wagging mattered thanks to Shakira. Right, right. By the way, I had a flight today and I've listened to She-Wolf about 20 times. <laughs> it's a good song. It's a great song. It's a real earworm too. Mm-hmm. That's how she started her set, right? At the Super Bowl. I think that was the first one. Yes. And it like really like stuck with me and I've listened to it a lot. So a lot of McKenna this week and she does like a lot of facial expressions. Oh my God. But- she, the things that she says are ridiculous. Like, she said that there was, she said what us was there for us to believe in. She kept referring to her and Peter as us, and they didn't have any time together. I know. She's actually delusional. I know. She was like, what did she say? She was like, this was going to be a really big night for us. Like, yes. the last episode. She said that many times. And then in the beginning of this episode, she literally cries in front of everyone because she's not getting enough time. Exactly. And it's just like, do you, when she's trying to explain herself when they're having drinks, Hannah Ann is just, like, not having it. Oh, and neither was Victoria P. Was, she was just like, okay. It was pretty funny. They all hate McKenna. She'll, <laughs> she'll be good in paradise. McKenna, yes. McKenna should be with the Jordan Kimball type. Not that I like Jordan Kimball, but that's, oh. like, she needs to be with another quote machine. That would be fun. Yeah. But what did you think of that group date, by the way, where they did the telenovela? Oh, it was fine. I mean, it wasn't that interesting personally but the group dates have been kind of old school this season yeah where they're like oh this reminds me of like six years ago on the show <laughs> or something like that yeah 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 I thought the telenovela kind of seemed fun Kelly crushed that sure I've, oh I really like Kelly I really like <laughs> Kelly too she's I've transitioned from Kelsey to Kelly as my bachelorette pick wow but I think I think she might be too boring yeah, she's too normal. Yes, definitely too normal. It's why she was hesitant to go on the show. Right. It's why she's like not an exhibitionist. Right. Like she, all of this stuff. She's so chill. Yeah. Which I, I appreciate, but yeah. Yeah, she, I, I like Kelly a lot too, but she definitely crushed the group date, but she she didn't win the rose, unfortunately. I know. I know. So Madison got that one, right? Yes. That group date. And this is something Laura Zima taught me as it related to Jed in Hannah's season, <sighs> that when you win a group date, like mid to end of the season, it's pretty meaningful because it's one of the only ways for the lead sure. to like really give you a lot of time. So Hannah Ann got one last right. week, Madison, or on Monday, Madison got one tonight. Right. I think you have to think those are the two clear front runners as a result. Well, and then he made up an extra scene for only him and Madison. Madison. Do yeah. you think he wrote that? Yeah, it was like on a receipt. Did was, you notice? Yes. It was so weird. I, mean, I, I think he may have. I think he's super fucking cheesy. I I agree. I agree. I couldn't be less attracted to Peter. It's sad. Who are you less attracted to, Peter or Colton? Oh, my. Well, Jesus. Uh, That's, I mean. It's really hard, right? It's really hard because I'm really not attracted to either one of them. I think I might be more attracted to Colton. (laughs) I'm embarrassed <laughs> to say it. It's just, it's like, that's an, wild. It's like anti recency bias, though. Sure. If yeah, I was that's, watching, yeah, yeah. It's because I haven't like interacted with any Colton media in right. a long time. Right. But like, I just can't stand Peter uh, as a bachelor. I think in the real life, he's like very nice. Yeah. But as a bachelor, I cannot stand him. No. He's just, it's incredible how bad he is. If a dude like wrote a scene for me to act out with him, I probably would have to break up with him on the spot. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I, I just don't understand. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that was, I uh, I don't even know what to say other than, yeah. But McKenna ended up hijacking that date, though she didn't win it. And so you have to understand, and Victoria F. had a, had a, a good point about it at the beginning, and I, I loathe to give Victoria F. any credit. <laughs> but she was like, McKenna, maybe notice that if he's not picking you, he's not into you. Like, totally. he's finding ways to spend her time with the girls that he wants, which is like a very clear thing that no one actually says in The Bachelor, but it's completely true. Good, it's so true. Good point, Victoria. <laughs> let's talk about Victoria, but first let's talk about one of today's sponsors. 
Bud Light Seltzer. We love kicking back with a drink or two during The Bachelor, and lately we've been grabbing some Bud Light Seltzer. If Bachelor contestants were flavor of Bud Light Seltzer, who would be strawberry? I think that would actually be McKenna. And mango? I don't know. Mango's one of my favorite flavors, so I'm going to give it to Kelly. And black cherry. If I had to give black cherry to someone, maybe Hannah Ann. Pick up a Bud Light Seltzer variety pack and find your favorite flavor. All right, let's talk about Victoria F. So on Monday, Victoria won a date that meant she was supposed to have a Cosmo cover. And then right. she was—Andrew broke this news to me. She was not on the cover of it. Right. And it is because of, as we've discussed on this pod, she was a part of a really ill-advised and offensive fashion shoot for yeah. something called White Lives Matter, which was for— um White Marlins, the fish, like some charity, but like was just really stupid. And not only did it include like equating white lives matter with black lives matter, also had some Confederate flag iconography, just like pretty hideous. And if you were waffling on Victoria F, whether to like her or not, that pretty much makes you hate her. And so Cosmo, I'm just going to read from what the editor Jessica Pels wrote. She posted it shortly after the episode went up and she wrote, if you're watching The Bachelor tonight, you just saw me and a few key members of the Cosmo team put the contestants through a challenge that, for us, is basically another day at the office. A fashion shoot in extreme conditions under lots of pressure to beat the clock and get the shots we need for the magazine. Of course, this time there are eight TV cameras, dozens of producers, and a bunch of extremely eager single people in the mix. The stakes were high all around. And then she explains that they didn't know anything about what they were getting into as per the Bachelor code. You just kind of, like, show up. And then she explains... So when it came time for me to choose the winner of the challenge, whose prize was a digital cover of Cosmo, digital cover, just note, <laughs> all I knew about the contestants were their first names and the energy they conveyed through the camera lens. It wasn't until a few weeks ago that I found out the woman I'd chosen had in her past modeled in an ad campaign wearing White Lives Matter attire. Unequivocally, the White Lives Matter movement does not reflect the values of the Cosmo brand. We stand in solidarity with Black Lives Matter and any cause that fights to end the injustices for people of color. I think it goes without saying that Bachelor Party does as well, as we've discussed this. Yes. And I am firmly out on Victoria F. Um, I just want to say, like, a ton of credit to Cosmo for—I bet this could not have been well-received by ABC or Warner. I actually haven't asked them, but I can't, oh. Im- I can't imagine they were happy about this. Sure. It brought even more attention to something that I think was kind of starting to fade away. Yeah. But I think it's really important. I really admire how Cosmo handled this. Like, no. Good for them. Totally. They can't control the TV show. They signed up for what they signed up for, but they don't have to do anything with their magazine. I would guess it, it um, jeopardizes their relationship, but whatever. Yeah. Good for Cosmo. No, I, totally. I agree. I really admire it, and that's a great— great statement. Peter went on Access Hollywood also to address it. And he said, I never supported Victoria at the campaign that she was a part of. I'm learning about all of this as it comes out, just like everyone else is. And then he also added, she's not perfect. I'm not perfect. No one's perfect. I just recently heard about that with the cover being removed. Obviously, in that moment, too, I knew nothing about that. None of us did. All I can speak on is the time I was able to spend with Victoria throughout this experience. And I truly enjoyed my experience with her. It's not really what you're looking for from Peter. <laughs> Seriously. And on the one hand, he's in a slightly tough spot. He's a bachelor. Yeah. He has certain obligations. He signed a contract with a network and a production company. There's yeah. a lot of issues around what he can and can't say. On the other hand, I'm sure there's nothing stopping him from distancing himself from this really, like, terrible photo shoot in, like, so-called campaign. I don't even consider it a campaign. So I would say the Huffington Post characterizes this as a lackluster response. (laughs) I completely agree. Um, 
And I just think this is like really a mess. And this is the kind of thing that has come up more with The Bachelorette, with the men, I would say, than on The Bachelor. But Victoria is like now firmly in like the Lee camp and but from Rachel's season. Yeah, and the Garrett. And Garrett, yeah. And it's it's tough. Like it didn't take very long for someone to find the White Lives Matter stuff. So I don't understand why the producers did it. But I that is that's a great question. And and you're right, like it was kind of getting blown yeah. over and this Cosmo thing brought it, brought it back, back. Which is good. Like, good. Definitely. And Victoria, I think Victoria F. is just not nice. Yeah. I think that that bite in the beginning where she was making fun. Yes. Making fun of McKenna. Though, she, though I do agree with her point, her yeah. sentiment. She seems like a pretty, like, mean person. She was mocking her, too. She was yes. like, yeah, She was doing, like, voices. It was yeah. very, it was very much like a bully-ish move. <laughs> totally. I, I really, really dislike her. Well, it's interesting because she acts one way around Peter and on these group dates where she's like, oh, my God, like, can't believe I won. Or she'll be like, I just I don't know. I just want to open up to you, but I can't. But then she'll be like, oh, yeah, fuck you, McKenna or whatever, you know. She's like she's completely two faced. She is. And she's super whiny. And here's the biggest knock against her. She makes Peter seem likable. She's the only woman. (laughs) Because his best moment of the episode was when he's talking to her at their dinner when he basically has to convince her that he know that he does like her. And he's like, I'm not going to go anywhere. It's not going to change. And I actually thought that was very sweet. And I was yeah. like, oh, she doesn't deserve it. I know. He's just like, I really want to sleep with you. Yes, basically. He's basically like, let's just make it a fantasy suite. <laughs> Seriously. What do you think of the Chase right? Can I ask about the Chase sure. Rice thing? Yes, of course. So I at first thought, that Chase Rice was making it up about them having like a one night stand. Mm-hmm. I I think he's actually telling the truth. He's gone to great lengths to get his story out there. Yeah. And if he were lying, I don't think he would do that. I would think he would just like want to quietly distance himself from it. But the interview he gave, I think it was to Lauren on Entertainment Tonight, where he's just mm-hmm. like, I'm I moved up the release date of my music to let my music speak for itself. Oh, wow. Is a pretty big deal. So I am on Team Chase on this one. I'm I'm very firmly anti-Victoria. She sucks. She does suck. She also said to him, like, I wish I knew my own issues so you don't have to deal with them. It just seems like her strategy is, like, to just be distressed and have him be upset, which works because that's he responds to tears. He he loves tears. It's kind of weird. Like, what? Why? Like, what? I don't know. He's surrounded by so much drama. It's weird that he wants more. Maybe because he feels like he can fix that drama. I I don't. I mean, he's an actor, you know. <laughs> I kind of forget that about him. Do you <laughs> do you think of him as an actor? Well, people were posting that he knows Victoria Justice and Bella Thorne. He does know Victoria Justice. I remember that from when he was on Hannah's season. They like grew up together. I guess in the Valley, that's where a lot of like the actor kids live. Sure. So he's he's just so Valley. He's just so Southern California guy to yeah. me. Uh, no, I mean, I I agree, yeah. It's, uh, him yeah. And, him and Victoria did a horseback riding thing. Oh, right. Which is like, are we going to have that every season now? <laughs> but the weird, like, bachelor trope, though, is they have to hold hands as they're on separate horses. Oh, my God. You know what would be a way better move? Ride the horse together. Then you, like, have Ooh, to— hang on to the other yes, person for it, dear life. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and I like that. It would be much— I don't know why they don't do that. That's a better bonding experience. Thank you. I agree. <laughs> I don't I don't really get it, but he's really into Victoria F. And oh, my God, yeah. Her many roses, like, allows her to be a bitch, and he doesn't—somehow doesn't seem to phase him. It's crazy, and she always gets up and leaves. Yeah, I know. She does. Um, the other thing that I just wanted to note about her date 
was that she also at the beginning was like, I wonder why I'm getting another one. Like she's just sort of like constantly trying to strategize instead of being excited. And I'm not one of these purists who's like, you have to love The Bachelor for who he is. But I did think that was kind of weird. Yeah. No, totally. I, I was just like, oh, just take the date. Just, it's, just, it's sort of like we don't want to say to someone, just take the W. Yeah. Take the W and move on. No, seriously, take the date. Like don't, don't question it. I would take almost any date I could get. There you go. I mean, Same. Peter yeah. or otherwise. <laughs> Who knows? Um, next, let's talk about Hannah Ann. She got the first one-on-one. Right. I kind of like the move of when the Bachelor, the lead, like, shows up at wherever oh. wherever the girls are hanging out. Sure. Or the guys and, like, takes the lead away. Because it makes the rest of them really upset. But <laughs> um, Hannah Ann is this season's young girl. She's 23. Looks younger, in my opinion. And he would basically gave her a job interview. Like, job interview being wife. And he asked her all these questions. He was like, what are your goals? Have you ever been in love? Yeah. I thought it was kind of rude. It, well, yeah, it was just weird. It was just like, why? and then he got upset about it. Should you be in love at 23? I mean, I don't know. I, it who was has, weird. Who has a great love and like big relationship by 23? I mean, some people do, but like you don't have to. Uh, but like, you know, we know how that went with like Romeo and Juliet and stuff. Yeah, they killed so. themselves. Exactly. It didn't work out well. I'm not saying, I'm just saying it's weird to like demand that she have had like a previous boyfriend. She, no, totally. She's 23. No, she was being honest. I think what you want most is like honesty from the other person. And I, he was just like, I, I can't, I can't handle this answer. I like Hannah Ann. Me too. After this episode, yes. I wasn't expecting to, but I like Hannah Ann. She's like, her and Kelly, also her and Kelly seem to like each other, though Kelly shaded her. Right, 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 right. And she's like, I'm not in the same place as Hannah Ann. But they, <laughs> I think it always speaks really well of you when you're really well-liked in the house. Yeah, no, totally, totally. Like, Taysha, well-liked. Rachel was well-liked. I feel like Hannah G was well-liked. Just in general, when the other gals want to be around you. Right, right. Well, and what did Hannah Ann said something really funny in the beginning of the date. She's like, I mean, this is what I've been dreaming about for the past, oh, six weeks. <laughs> Which is funny. She is yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah. She seems like she might be cool, but she's also yeah. like, but I'm just sort of like, Hannah Ann, you don't have to do this. <laughs> like, you don't need, right. you, you don't have to be a Peter. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's definitely true. You, I just feel like there's the whole world's open to him. And then she's like, Ma, she she wouldn't really commit to being a model. And have you seen <gasps> the pictures online of her of her modeling career? Oh my God, they're amazing. I kind of admire it because she's just sure. sort of like, and I kind of, I do admire it. She's just like taking the jobs where she can get them. She's a Spanx model on Amazon. <laughs> yep. She, what were some of the other ones? Sonic. Sonic she right? was like a book cover model, a model for those yoga She's part things. of the gig economy. Yeah. Good but for her. I, but I think it's like actually like a way more realistic way of being a model. Totally. Like it's not all Kendall Jenner and Gigi Hadid. It's, right. it's mostly Hannah Ann Slusses. <laughs> exactly. It's just kind of funny though. And she also... I, I think that Hannah Ann, like, just is who she is, and it makes me like her. Yeah. She's coming out strong for me very late. I, you know, it's the champagne thing and the first night thing. I was like, oh, God, this girl. But she, I don't know. She's likable. That actually reminds me of something I meant to mention with McKenna, which is a really interesting moment where McKenna was like, I am not the villain of this season. When yeah. she said that to Tammy. And and that was in, it was in concert with her saying to Tammy, like, you're going to watch this back and, like, tell me what you think. Yeah. McKenna is clearly so aware of how she's coming off on the show. Oh, my—well, and that's—I have a theory why she's been making those crazy faces. Because, to, be, to be gift? Exactly, yes. 100%. Because if you want to be an influencer, being gift is positive. Right, and she's a fashion blogger. Yeah. So— I mean, good job, McKenna, I guess. I guess. Yeah, she's making it work. But I do think this group of women is even is not just aware of the opportunities after, mm -hmm. but also, like, how they're appearing on the show. Sure. And and just sort of how they're coming off at all times. Definitely. Which is why you shouldn't get into these crazy fights, because then 
It's no one likes you. Insane. I know. Um, Hannah Ann's dress on for the dinner, where she's wearing that that short, oh, yes. long-sleeved white dress. Absolutely hideous. And didn't really fit well. She it didn't, was like, weird. fill it out the right way. It just wasn't tailored well. Yeah. She's really bad style. I would say, in general, these, oh my God. these women have bad style. The dress she was wearing, I think, on Monday's episode, it was, like, silver and yes. stuff. That was really bad. It's just, in general, these women aren't well-dressed. I don't yeah. really get it. I like I guess they aren't going the stylist route that so many I guess have. Not, yeah. I don't I don't know why they're not though because it seems like this is the the ripe time to do it. The bachelor's more popular than ever. I seriously, if you're going to hire a stylist, hire them now and just, you know, you can do it through an app now. So, it's true. you know. <laughs> it's true. Um I uh uh sorry. I just got distracted. Um Hannah Ann in particular should have better clothes though cuz she's the model. You would think, well, uh, but she's modeling for all the wrong places. <laughs> I know, but shouldn't Hannah G have given her some kind oh, of tips? Yeah, I guess so. Oh, God, I hate that they're friends, but yeah. I kind of like it. I, I just come all the way around. I've done a 180 okay. on Hannah on Hannah Ann. I'm in on her. Sure. And just because given the other choices, we're we're down to like <laughs> eight women now. Like <laughs> Hannah Ann versus Kelsey. Who do you pick? Oh, my God. I Well, I guess Hannah Ann. Hannah Ann versus Victoria F. Oh, Hannah Ann. Hannah Ann versus Madison. That, I had to think about tough. who that was. Yeah. Uh, Madison's that's hard. barely been on the show. She really, yeah. She's not making a great, she's, I mean, she seems like a nice person, but. Very similar to Becca Kufrin. Yeah. I think she's going to come in strong. Because Becca, end. after her first date, she like didn't see her for a long time. She got the first one with Ari. Right. And then she just kind of disappeared. It's, <laughs> it's reminded me of, of the Becca Kufrin edit, to be honest, but whatever. But I think head to head, Hannah Ann wins almost every competition. Yeah, I think only, like, I think I would choose Kelly over her, but that's it. I agree. And maybe Kelsey. I, I just I just waffle on Kelsey. Kelsey's Kelsey entertaining. Kelsey constantly, like, thanking him for the encouragement. It's just, it's like, it's too much for me. I, let's talk about everyone else who's left, Kelsey. Like, at least two times this episode where almost nothing else happened with her, she thanked Peter for, like, understanding her. And, like, I'm definitely an over-apologizer and an over-thanker. Uh-huh. And yet, sure. she put me to shame. <laughs> she was just saying so much. And she always sounds like she's on the verge of tears. She she cries all the time. All the time. I can't tell if she has veneers or not. Her her mouth and her teeth are weird. Ooh. You know what? Now that you mention that, yeah. I think she might, but I don't know. I, I Kelsey, Kelly, and Hannah Ann are my three favorites for sure. Yeah. And Natasha's fourth. Natasha. Natasha gave us a lot this week. She did. She also, she's just like sassy in a certain way. She is, but she's also like over it. Yes. She's just like, she's like, she'll I She'll be wonderful can't. in paradise. Yes, yes. She'll be like very chatty. I think she'll like, she'll stay the whole time. I can see a lot of big things happening for Natasha. Yeah, I really me- like her. Down in Mexico. But Kelsey, I can't really get a fix on. She just seems really sad. She does seem really sad. It's just really emotional, which is, like, fine. But she's just very, very emotional. Yeah. But Peter does respond to that. So I guess it's like— That's true. Again, he loves it, yeah. Like a winning strategy. <laughs> As we mentioned earlier, I was really surprised to see Sydney go home this week. I was Shocked. Didn't see that coming. I want to talk about the Sydney controversy that's that's emerged in the last few days. So on Monday's episode, she told Peter, when he seemed really into her, mm-hmm. that she had been bullied because she's biracial and just had a really tough upbringing. And then someone posted all these pictures of her online yeah. where it's her, I think it's at a pageant, essentially. We had some disagreement about this, but I would say the photos, to me, proved very little. 
But what did you think? What was your takeaway initially? Well, I I don't really understand pageants and like maybe high schools in the South. I feel like maybe that's a thing down in Alabama. But I thought that both things can be true about her. Sure. You know, like she probably was bullied. And uh, like, I don't doubt that. Right. Because being in pageants doesn't mean that you weren't bullied. Right. Exactly. Because I think as we've learned from the last few seasons of The Bachelor, there's different like levels of being a pageant person. And like some people seem to be popular pageant people and others seem not to be. I just thought people were like, she's such a liar. Look at these pictures of her. But these are not pictures of her in high school. This is not her hanging out with her friends. These are pageant photos. And then one like Sweetheart, Sydney Hightower, Michael King. So maybe she had a boyfriend. I can't really tell from this picture. Right. So are the pageant photos, I thought they were like in a yearbook. I guess so. It's, yeah, upperclassman, top beauty, Sydney Hightower. But nonetheless. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean it's, it doesn't it wasn't, mean anything. Right. It was voted on. I think she even said it was voted on by like a panel yeah, or something. Yeah, she responded, didn't she? Right. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. She clapped back. She did. She did. The, well, cl- the clap back is kind of out of favor. But I think it should make a return. I think so, Why too. Why is the clap back out of favor? It's just one of those terms that are, I don't know, I'm s- overused, maybe. I, I like to use a like a verbal meme like when it's out. Like, I wait for it to go out of favor, and then I start oh. using it. Like I, will, I like that. I will never say, not what you want, hate to see it, love to see it. I will never say any of those things, like except for like in one year from now. Like, in 2021, <laughs> maybe I will. What about Bay? No. Absolutely not. Except as it relates to Salt Bay, the guy from Morocco. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And even that's more of like a that's more of a visual one. I'm right. do, I'm doing the motion with the salt right now. <laughs> you guys can't see it. But well, I also thought it was weird. So I guess she was in the same graduating class as Hannah Brown. Yes. In the same high school, right? Right, yeah. But they have not really acknowledged each other. Well, okay, so I was diving into some, like, Reddit stuff. Oh, great. Tell me. And they were saying, they were like, oh, my gosh, she bullied Hannah Brown in high school. Like, she was a really mean girl. And apparently someone found her mom's Twitter or something, and her mom was, like, either liking stuff that was anti-Hannah Brown or she, like, made a comment that was anti-Hannah Brown or something. But interesting. Because— Then also, so now we have three pairs of people who know each other. Obviously, Victoria Pinalea. <laughs> and then there's Hannah G and Hannah Ann. Right. And then Hannah Brown and Sydney, which is just sort of like weird. It is weird. Small casting pools? What is this? I don't know. I, gu- I guess. I don't it, really get it. It's strange. Yeah. And But also, I, I truly do think she was bullied, but I can see like the mean girl tendencies in her too. Yeah. Just the way in which she went about going after Tammy yeah, was kind of like, whoa. She was pretty, she was very vicious about it. Yeah. And I feel like actually her and Sydney and Tammy were actually good, well-matched against yeah, each other. Yeah, no, totally. Basically. But yeah, so she and Hannah Brown are basically in the same yearbook. The same person posted both of their photos, That's essentially. So wild. It is, I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense. This used to happen a lot in the real world where people would like have, mm. know each other or like be from the same place because I think that's how casting works. Like you got like, find like a subculture. Okay. Actually, I should have a casting producer on this show. Oh, yeah. It would be interesting to talk about how they do it and like also because like Peter had first applied so many years ago and then they finally chose him like five years later. So there is like a a mechanics to it, I think, Mm -hmm. that I don't quite understand. Yeah. But 
I, you know, just it's kind of interesting. No, it is. It's really interesting. Actually. I don't I don't know. I just was surprised that Sydney went, but I think that she probably was bullied and like we actually don't don't know that much about her. Right, exactly. Yeah. No, I was shocked because I thought they had such a good date. I know it it seemed like he really liked her. It was yeah. and so in this episode we lost McKenna, Tammy, and Sydney, three main sources of drama. Yes. And so we are now left with Natasha, mm-hmm. Kelsey, Kelly, Hannah Ann, Madison, Victoria F. And I think that's it. I think it is, yeah. So we're down to seven. Wow. No no clear front runner to me because you can't tell who he likes. Yeah. Who's your pick from that bunch for Bachelor at? Oh my wow. I honestly, Kelsey. I agree with you. I think Kelsey's the best pick of those seven. Yeah. I feel like Victoria F thinks that she's going to get it. No, she, they cannot pick her. No, no, I, I, they won't. They won't. That but, would be a disaster. But she just seems to me as someone who's like, yeah, I know I'm going to get it or something like that. I don't know. And then we were, we still, because in the long trailer, I think, we have her in the street being like, get that fuck out of my face. Oh, yeah. So we have that to look forward to. We do have that to look forward to. I was just thinking, Kelsey would, I, I can imagine her like doing like the long shots, walking through a field. Oh, my like, gosh. Her hair, just like looking away from the camera and being solemn. And it reminded me that Peter actually pulled a Hannah Brown this week where he just like had to leave the date in the middle because he was so frustrated. Oh, my God. That was so funny to me. I, with, that was with Hannah Ann when she wasn't right. like opening up enough to him and then she started crying. Which so, is so dumb. So basically he left the date, made her cry, and then decided he liked her. That, because she cried. Because he loves that. <laughs> I man loves tears. I didn't think she did anything wrong. She didn't. And and he was just like, I just, I can't do this. <laughs> yeah, she like, didn't do anything crazy. wrong at all. It was, it was really weird. Just the way in which he has, like when he and Kelly went on their like ayahuasca date or whatever. And he was like. That was the best date by far. Yeah. And he was like, I need you to fully commit to this. And I was like, oh my God. I'm like, who did not commit to you other than Hannah that that has scarred you in this way? Seriously. Because I don't really get it. It's crazy. I don't really get it. Next week on Monday, we are going off to Peru. Wow. Which I'm excited. Lima, Peru, I believe. That's, That'll be nice. That's, that's what they said, isn't it? I think so, yeah. We were last in Lima for Becca's finale, I-I-R-C. Or maybe, sorry, Ari's finale that he went to with both Becca and Lauren. That sounds right. I want to go to South America. It's making me really want to go. Yeah. So it seems pretty delightful. Um, you can check out Amelia on the at Batch Party pod. She does these weekly video recaps of all the drama. She'll be covering everything from this week. Follow that account. Also follow us on Instagram and listen to Tea Time on Ringer Dish. It's on Fridays. Thanks. Thanks for listening. I'll be back next week with more Bachelor. <laughs> 